Welcome to the Thought Leader Life Credibility Series, where we are helping you to define and enhance your credibility. Join us as we interview thought leaders about what it takes to be credible in their vertical markets. To learn more, check out thoughtleaderlife.com. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans, and I have one right here, from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is David Michaels, who is an author, speaker, successful entrepreneur. He has helped thousands of small businesses, business owners transform their businesses by showing them how to play ball with the big corporations and beat them at their own game. Actually, Davin, you do a whole lot more than that. Welcome to the show. <laughs> it's great to be here. Thanks for having me, Mitchell. <laughs> always my pleasure to interact with you. And it's always good. known you for a number of years, and you're super cool. And I loved that C-pop that, that we crafted. Uh, what is your customer point of pain? Sure, entrepreneurs who are working on shit that just doesn't matter. Like, like <laughs> you heard that. If you're an entrepreneur or you're married to an entrepreneur or you're friends with an entrepreneur and you see them running around doing a lot of stuff and there's so much of it sometimes that you do and you're like, why am I really doing that? And, and most of the time you're not even recognizing that you shouldn't be doing that. Right. Gavin, tell me more. Well, absolutely, Mitchell. Uh, entrepreneurs are the only people on the planet that will work 80 hours a week for themselves so they don't have to work 40 hours a week for someone else. So we help uh, lifestyle-starved entrepreneurs get their time back and their lives back. We love doing it. Nice. And and typically, it's it's the your your outsourcing company. And how do you how do you uh, onboard people? Sure. So we actually work with entrepreneurs to identify kind of the lowest hanging fruit in their business because that's the great place to start. We want them to start making money, start getting their time back, and then we start working with them, going deeper to help them identify the other points in their business that they can uh, optimize. Beautiful. Now, I know the answer to this question, but could you share with your audience how you have credibility to do what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mitchell, when we started our business well over a decade ago, there was really no market for our business. Entrepreneurs needed outsourcing, but they didn't want it because they didn't know about it. So we realized pretty early on that if we wanted to have a market, we'd have to somehow carve one out. So we adopted an educational model. I started writing books. We started creating info products. I started speaking on stages all over the globe and doing webinars. We started doing our events all over the planet. And we educated our prospects, which are the entrepreneurs. We turned them into our clients. And that's a model that we still use today. And how many uh, how many clients do you think you've 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 helped in in your career so far? Oh my goodness, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of clients all over the globe. Today we have five hundred and fifty employees on three continents. So yeah, we're keeping pretty busy. Yeah, I, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Devin, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Sure. Uh, well, a lot of different ways. So I love speaking on stages all over the globe. I, um, I love uh, writing books. As a matter of fact, my 10th book is in stores right now. And um, I just love, you know, sharing the word for me. It's not work. It's, it's fun. And um, I love doing it. So it's very gratifying. And then there was something about your desire to truly help entrepreneurs sort of tell me a little bit more. We talked about that in the green room. Yeah, absolutely. Well, entrepreneurship is certainly in my DNA. Uh, next year will be my 40th year in business. Uh, yeah, I started my business when I was four years old. Uh, now, don't do the math. And uh, so it's in my DNA, and that's uh, trans, you know, sort of uh, 
has gone through our company culture as well. Uh, it's pervaded the, our walls of our company, if you will. Um, entrepreneurship is in our DNA. We live it. We sleep it. We breathe it. And so we know how to work with entrepreneurs and really help them get their time back and uh, really help them uh, identify the things that juice and excite them and let them follow their passion and grow their business at the same time. Mm, yeah, I love that. Yeah, we needed to hear that, and I appreciate that. And and if you're listening to this or watching this episode at this stage and you're an entrepreneur, know an entrepreneur, and you are working on shit that you really shouldn't, you're going to want to reach out to Davin Michaels. Davin, what is the best way for people to go about doing that? Sure. Uh, our company website is 123employee.com. And then I'm Davin Michaels on everything, D-A-V-E-N-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S.com or on all the different social media outlets. Well, that's perfect. Hey, Davin, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Thanks, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Are you welcome. And listen, if you're here, you know why you're here. And that is at this stage to hit the like button, to share with your friends, because Davin's message needs to get out there. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Dan Riley, actually someone I've known for over two decades. He's a principal partner at Riley Design Associates. He has created brand identities and campaigns from Fortune 500 companies such as Adobe Systems, Cisco, WebEx, and Netflix. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mitchell. It's a pleasure. Man, it is. It has always been a pleasure to interact with you, although I'm going to argue or think it's somewhere between eight to 10 years since we've spoken last. So it was fun to catch up. It was fun to get to, to, to see you in this new light. And I'd love for the audience to see you in that same way. Uh, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Sure. Thank you. Uh, Fortune 500 companies with creative marketing design challenges. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so interesting. I sat on the board of a public firm. And, and every now and then we'd, we'd wonder and we'd ask ourselves, okay, is either the CMO or our salespeople or the CEO, is there, is there some blockage that they're missing, some challenge that they're not seeing? And, and it ranges in so many different ways. There's so many that, that means so many different things. Uh, I'd love to learn more. Uh, Dan, tell me a little bit more. So just from your analogy, uh, the, I think the great thing when we walk into a client is I don't have a preconceived, we don't have a preconceived notion of how this is going to go. Sometimes that's frustrating to a client because they think you press A and all these design features come out and, and we've got the answer. I don't. And so listening to the client, really important, understanding what they're trying to do. And then we go away and come back with a multitude of design, hopefully solutions that work for them. Nice. And, and you've worked with lots of different industries. We'll, we'll get into that in your answer to number three. And that is, could you share, I, I know this answer, um, it is powerful. Can you share how you have credibility to do what you do? Credibility. 35 years is when I started the agency and I worked for two firms before that. And over those 35 years, there's at least 1,500 clients that we work with, and that probably puts that over X billions of revenue aggregate combined for them. So 
I think those years combined with the industries we work with allows us to do what we do, as well as still having clients after 25 years pick up the phone and call us because they're at a new company. Hmm. You know, I wanted to mention one thing that you mentioned in the green room. And you had said that one of the clients that uh, was talking to you was a medical device firm. And then they, you, when you walked in the door, you said, you know, we don't have any experience there. You want to finish that story? That was just beautiful. Absolutely. So probably a kiss of death is when you're so honest and you say, hey, we love your product, but right now we don't have this kind of experience. This was probably 20 years ago. And he looked straight at us and said, that's why we called you. said, we saw your website, you were recommended, and you're going to come from a different spot. I can call any agency in the device, medical device design firm agency, and they'll give us what we want exactly like somebody else. We're hoping you're going to come in and give us a new perspective on this. And that, from that point on, it was like, that's great because that's what we do is it's, it's a fresh piece of paper for every client. That's beautiful. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Sure. Um, what I absolutely love is I talk to high schools, colleges, and universities about design. Either an ex-professor will call me up or I'll get a, somebody will just call and say, I heard about you speak. And I love that because I love the experience or the non-experience, just the creativity that they're bringing, as well as I talk about the industry as a business, as well as being creative. And I think that's not done a lot in colleges and universities. The creative is emphasized, which is absolutely needed, but that also has to work in a business world and how do you solve their problems being a creative. And I, I can't stress on how much I enjoy that. So usually when that phone call comes in, I take it and say, when do I need to be there? Mm -hmm. That as well as sharing new trends. I read a lot. I look at design things a lot and sharing those with clients who we're working with, sometimes to the positive and sometimes to the negative of saying, hey, what we see here now is, 10 years old, it's dated, and whether it's us or, or someone else needs to update this because it's not serving your brand well anymore. Mm. So bringing as much as I can to the table that way, I love. No, oh, that's beautiful. So if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're, you're in a Fortune 500 company and whether you want to admit it or not, you have marketing design challenges, you're going to want to reach out to Dan Riley. Dan, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Sure. I love the personal touch. So email is great. DRiley at RileyDesign.com. And then, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn, Dan Riley. Beautiful. Dan, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure and fun. Oh, well, it, as it should be in everything we do. And, 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 and for those, listen, you're still here. That means you liked Dan's message because I like Dan's message. That means you should click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Ellen Melko Moore, who is the CEO and co-founder of Super Tight Social Selling. She's a branding consultant and social selling expert who creates and teaches LinkedIn social selling for the top thought leaders in the digital marketing space. 
Ellen, welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I love being here, and I'm excited to have my cred dust sprinkled upon me. This is going to be a good time. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so it is always fun to interact with you. It's been a, it's been a while. It's great to get caught up in at least a little bit in the green room, and I'd love the audience to learn a little bit more about you through your your CPOP, through your customer point of pain. What is that? Okay. Well, you know what? We just figured out that it is because folks, I'm going to be honest. I had a little help refining this with Mr. Mitchell. So what it is, is that um, digital thought leaders whose LinkedIn profile doesn't match up to the rest of their brand. That's the point of pain. That's their, that's their, their problem and their pain point. That's it's, by the way, it's beautiful. And that's part of what, thank you for bringing it. That's part of what we do. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. It's, it's about the clarity of your messaging, both what you do as a business, um, which I'll let you talk about in a second. What, what I do here, it's just simply, how can somebody see you, whether they've seen you on LinkedIn or seen you in person or seen you in a book or seen you and just fill in the blank, and they immediately know you and they know who yeah. you are and what you do. And that's what, that's what we do. So tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, it comes down to... Uh, the fact that a lot of people who are very, very successful as thought leaders in other platforms, you know, they've got a great website. They are big on Instagram or Facebook. They've got great content, but their LinkedIn activity isn't performing like that for them, even though uh, these folks tend to be top B2B experts. Um, I, I could drop some names. I'm, I'm not going to drop names of current clients, but basically they're folks that are are a big deal in their world of digital thought leadership. But again, they, they understand the importance of LinkedIn as a B2B platform. They know it's got to work, but it just isn't really living up to the hype, either and, their hype or LinkedIn's hype. <laughs> and, what, and, and what actually are you doing with them? You're just doing one-on-one support to help them beef up or yeah we so we do we do webinars we do classes and we do one-on-one and within the world of those three things we we teach kind of three pillars of linkedin there's the profile itself there's the way you're doing connections and messaging and then there's the way you do content for linkedin which is actually quite different than the content you wind up doing most other places so it's got its own just weirdness to it it's its own weird animal is sort of how we feel about it absolutely so ellen uh, could you share where you, how you have credibility to do what you do? Well, uh, as you know, Mitchell, I escaped from academia. I started out as a professor of rhetoric, and all that means for folks at home is, you know, persuasive language and listening and communication. And uh, I escaped academia when I was about thirty, and I started a business and did consulting work for Oprah Winfrey, the Zappos guys, the Early Show. I was the Channel Seven book girl here in Denver. Colorado Public Radio. So that kind of gave me the taste of, uh, of entrepreneurship. And, and what I found time and time again was that a faster road up, especially in a really crowded marketplace, is to get way more picky about your target audience and way more picky about who you're talking to and occur for those people like you really are the one and only because you've really chosen them. Um, and so that's that's always been the piece of branding that we've taught and focused on. And now we're just very excited because LinkedIn is an amazing place to do that. The, the people you can meet on LinkedIn, 
who oh. are so far up the food chain, it's, it's incredible. I don't disagree. And, and how many clients have you served since you started uh, focusing in this area? Uh, about 500. Yeah. So, not, a, not a small number. No, not a small, not number, a small number. Yeah. Could, could you, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Um, primarily, I think it's about demonstrating to people that you're going to give them answers that they're looking for. I think most people use their LinkedIn profile and they use their website. Most of us, because we've been trained, right? We're supposed to talk about ourselves and talk about our business and why we're different and better and unique. And primarily, uh, what, what I do to share my credibility is uh, be on LinkedIn and show a different way of being. And teach people how to use their profile and their messaging. That's what all our content is about. It's answering questions. And so that's, that's primarily how people find me. And then I do various podcasts and, you know, all that kind of thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the podcast circuit right now. I'm having a blast. It's a lot of fun. Beautiful. So if you're sitting there, you're, you're good at what you do. You're, you're a digital thought leader Mm -hmm. and you're thinking to yourself, man, LinkedIn is not what everyone says it could be. It's not cracked up. It's not delivering. I, I don't know why or where I should spend time, money, energy. Uh, you should reach out to Ellen. Ellen, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh, the best way is either to email me at ellen at supertightsocialselling.com or just find me on LinkedIn, Ellen Melko Moore, make a connection request, and we can uh, – do a, we can sit down and really look at your LinkedIn profile and do a complimentary audit and just show you some ways to uh, really change LinkedIn for you. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Well, thank you. Like I said, I'm all, I'm all dusted now with credibility. So it's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, we, 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 will, we will continue to share you for, for months and years to come. Uh, Benny, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. You guys know how important LinkedIn is a tool, how important Ellen's message is. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet. Uh, Melissa Lampson is one of them, um, who is talking about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Melissa Lampson, who is the CEO of Lampson Consulting. She works with successful leaders to refine their professional skills and create more effective teams. Melissa, welcome. Thanks, Mitchell. Pleasure. Oh, it is always such a pleasure. It's so funny when we first got into the green room, you go, man, I love your background. I said, well, Melissa, you're actually here. You got to see this live. Right, exactly. It's been too long. It's great to see you. I'd like the audience to get to know you a little bit better through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? Yeah, leaders who can't create great company culture. You know, as I'm thinking about this, I – yeah, you know this on my background. I, I sat on the board of a public firm. I, I and I did that for ten years. I actually ran uh, four different CEO networking groups for a decade. Culture was one of those things that everyone would always talk about, and some companies had it, and some companies didn't. And it didn't always stop the company from being successful. At some point in time, it ultimately did. But in today's world, without culture, you are absolutely nothing. So tell yeah. me a little bit more. Yes, it's becoming even more important, especially in the current situation. It's really 
it really peels back the curtain to show what kind of culture people or, or organizations have, right? And leadership teams are promoting or not for that matter. Um, so it's just really important to ensure that you have motivated, engaged, connected, productive employees. And so without focusing on culture, first and foremost, it's going to be really difficult to cultivate that. Absolutely. And, and when people hire you, what are they, what are they getting? Well, we do, uh, leadership training, manager skills, uh, executive coaching, roundtables, all of the above. Um, and I've worked for 20 plus years with some of the top companies in the world. So brands like LinkedIn and Ikea, SpaceX, um, they all use the manager tools. Um, and that's really the opportunity that you know, my clients have is that I can share with them lots of best practices and cases and specific examples of what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And I think, is there, I'm trying to think about on credibility. Is there anything else on, on credibility? I think one of the things we were bantering around in the green room is how many employees you, with all the companies you work for, how many potential employees or how many lives do you think you've affected in some way or the other? Right. Hundreds of thousands. I mean, you know, to your point, uh, if, if somebody has a bad day and comes home or if somebody's working for a leader that just isn't effective, they're going to come home and that's going to touch their family members, their friends, their colleagues. Right. So it's, uh, it's incredible how widespread culture it is. It, it isn't just about coming to work for eight to 10 hours and experiencing a culture, but it can really, uh, pervade right through throughout someone's whole life. So, so potentially, what you should say on your LinkedIn profile: I've helped, the, I've helped increase the the happiness of dinner conversations at hundreds of thousands of families' households. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. That's great. <laughs> um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm, I love being generous. Um, I mean, I guess I'm also a bit of an extrovert, to be honest. And so I really enjoy interacting with others. And so I love to stay in touch. I love building relationships. I'm really lucky that I have relationships for, you know, a couple of decades now where I can, you know, just call someone or ping someone on Zoom and get together for virtual coffees, particularly now. Um, whenever I travel, I meet up with folks all over the world that I've built relationships with. And, and I love having the opportunity to talk and to give and to, to share. Um, I also have a pretty big following, which I'm very proud of and very lucky for. And so I'll share great articles and try to keep very relevant and current. Um, I have kind of some rules. I, I want it to be uh, relevant and interesting or funny <laughs> on what I post uh, on uh, social media. So I certainly try to just give as much as I can to folks and stay in touch with them. Uh, really oh, that's beautiful. Continue those relationships. Yeah. Hey, so listen, if you're a leader or sitting on the uh, board and, and you're looking at your corporation and they, you've, you've got a bunch of leaders who maybe are not as good at building culture as they could and or should, or if you're a leader and you know you haven't been as effective as you absolutely want to be, you should reach out to Melissa Lamson. Melissa, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Sure. Um, my website's great, lamsonconsulting.com, and my email's on there, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Always a big fan of LinkedIn. Beautiful. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My pleasure, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. My 
pleasure. And the most important thing is to have good dinner conversations. So guys, take Melissa's message, like this episode, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care. Bye now. Hope you enjoyed this episode in the Thought Leader Life credibility series. Please like this episode, subscribe to our channel on the platform you consume content and activate us by going to thoughtleaderlife.com slash activate.